0: Alhamdulillahi wa kafa. As salamu alayhi wa alayhi wa alayhi بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم، wa alayhi wa sifa. Alhamdulillahi wa alayhi wa sifa. Alhamdulillahi wa Alhamdulillahi wa alayhi wa Alhamdulillahi Allahumma salli ala seeluna Muhammad wa ala aali seeluna Muhammad wa barik wasallam. Allahumma salli ala seeluna Muhammad wa ala aali seeluna Muhammad wa barik wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Qur'an Yawmah Remember that day, prepare for that day Leave Every single day of your life in this world in preparation for that day That none of your money, your wealth, property, possessions will be of any benefit to you Your sons, none of your worldly relations will be of any benefit to you No one will have any success on that day إِلَّا Except that person who brings to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a qalbun salim, a pure heart. A heart that is deemed by Allah to be pure on that day. A heart that either remained pure through taqwa or became purified through tawbah. Only one thing will be a benefit to us on that day. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's special mercy on us that he told us in such simple, succinct words, what that whole day is all going to boil down to is our heart, is the kalb, is the heart of our ruh. Now, most people would not be ready for this right now. Hmm? If I said, okay, how about at 9 p.m. you die, and you go straight to the of judgment, how many of us say we're ready? Hmm? You may be ready for many other things in this world, but our state of readiness for the day of judgment is very low. And the reason we're not ready is even if you never even have heard this ayah for the first time tonight, this is the reason because we don't have kalbun Sali. Our heart knows. That's why the very mention of death and dying in cover and Grave and Day of Judgment makes us uncomfortable. Makes our heart uncomfortable because the heart's not ready for these things. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this task That we should have qalbun salim So the question is What is this qalb And how to make it salim And you'd be amazed that a lot of believers Don't even know What their kalb is Can you imagine It's all going to be based on the day of judgment All going to be based on our heart And many people don't even know What this heart is so, first we want to understand and explain this. Qalb is not referring to our physical heart. It's not our physiological heart. It's not the heart of the body. It's not the organ that pumps blood. Qalb in Arabic refers to the heart of the Ruh. Just like your body has a heart, your Ruh has a heart. Your spiritual heart, that's called Qalb. Just like your whole Ruh is inside your whole body. The heart of the roo is inside the heart of the body Means your kalm is also here Left of center of your chest Now Kalmul salim Means a good spiritual heart A person may die of heart attack They may have had quadruple bypass surgery They can still be the worthy and friend of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. has nothing to do with the physical heart Physical heart is something else Spiritual heart is something else Okay Now understand, other than our body, Allah Taala has put three main things inside of us that have nothing to do with our body. One is called kalb, one is called nafs, and one is called akal. Kalb means our spiritual heart. Akal means our mind, and nafs means our desires. Akal is where we think thoughts. Nafs is where we desire, have desires and passions. And qalb is where we have emotions and feelings These three things are inside of us Now, every human being will make a choice One of these three is going to be the imam of our life Every person will either have an akal-based life A nafs-based life Or a qalb-based life So let's look at the first thing, akal some people in humanity, they choose to make the aql, their mind, their thoughts, rationality, the basis for everything they do. This is actually wrong. Now you may be thinking, no, Deen of Islam talks about aql also. First, in Qur'an al whenever Allah subhanahu uses this word akal, for example, afala ta'ilu, that did you not use your aql, Allah ta'ala is not addressing believers. If you look at all of those verses, and you can search it now on the internet and in Qur'an, you can search this word, and aql", all the time Allah is actually addressing the non-believers. That can you not even use your basic sense, and look around and see the signs of the Creator in creation? Can you not use your sense, your akl, and come to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? But when a person has imam, Allah dina they're not taught to follow their akl alone. They're taught another use of the akl. So for us, the akl is useless, except in one way. So I'll give you the example of eyesight. If a person has perfect vision, I don't, I'm on glasses. If a perfect has perfect vision, then they still need one thing to be able to see, and that's called light. And if they don't have light, no matter how perfect their vision is, they will not be able to see anything. Whether that light is sunlight, or that light is the tube light. Just like that, aql is like the vision. Even if a person has perfect aql, the only way they will be able to see is in the light of Qur'an and Sunnah, in the light of wahi and nabuwa. So aql in our deen is not an independent tool, it is dependent on light. Just like our eyes are not independent tool, they are dependent on light. So after iman, aql, before iman, aql alone has one value that it can tell one thing which is an incredible thing, the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it can discover Allah ta'ala in creation, but once a person has iman, then all akul has to be based on Quran and Sunnah. But some people made the mistake, they made the akul imam of their life, some Muslims make that mistake. So they're always following some type of ideology, some type of ism, secularism, modernism, reformism. So I'll take the last one, reformism. All right. The English word reform is actually an abbreviation of reformulate. Now you only need to reformulate something if there's something wrong with the original formula. Hmm? Alhamdulillah, deen of Islam, there's nothing wrong with the original formula. If there's any one thing in the entire universe that will never need to be reformulated, it's called deen of Islam. Inna in the nahib islam, deen of Islam. Allah says, We have perfected and completed your deen for you. It never needs to be reformed. But some people, because unfortunately in our own ummah they made the mistake, they made the aql the imam of their life, so they tried to reform Islam. Islam says reform yourself and make it aligned with Islam. Reform your culture, make it aligned with Islam. Reform your society, make it aligned with Islam. Aql says reform Islam to align with society Reform Islam to align with modernity Reform Islam to align with yourself As wrong Aql So that was one mistake Second option There were some people who chose to make the nafs the imam of their life Allah Akbar Our own shaykh says that after Allah Ta'ala The greatest amount of worship has been done to the false god of the nafs Not idols Not fire Allah <laughs> Ta'ala says in Qur'an <laughs> <inaudible> That do you not gaze in astonishment Do you not a agape at that person Who has taken Hawa <inaudible> as their Ilah What's Hawa? <inaudible>? So when is Nafs Nafsa Ammara That the Nafs has some overwhelming desire And it overcomes you When is Hawa <inaudible> <inaudible> Hawa <inaudible> is the flimsy small fancies of the Nafs Hawa is just the mere stirrings of the nafs. So Allah is saying in Qur'an, there are some people who have made the nafs the imam of their life so much that the nafs even has a small little wish and they give in to their nafs. That's why they say in the nafs has become a creature of his desires. He's become a slave to his desires. This is what Allah tells us in Qur'an. And unfortunately, a lot of humanity today has fallen in this trap. It's only may Allah Ta'ala has granted us hidayah and may Allah Ta'ala keep us in hidayah. Otherwise people have fallen to the pleasures and desires of the nafs. And all of the world, fashion, culture, media, society, technology, is spending multi-million dollars a year to attract people more and more and more to the pleasures and desires of the nafs. I'll give you an example. I was born and raised in New York City. You would see in every single in Manhattan proper, Every single Friday night and every single Saturday night, we used to see the worship of nafs. People who otherwise, during the week, may have worn a suit and tie and were very educated and were executives on Wall Street, walking around drunk in the streets of Manhattan, behaving with the behavior of animals. Not all of them are like that, no doubt. Not every American is like that. Not every New Yorker is like that. But a very large amount... (laughs) Hey, on of Manhattan, this is some weird thing. No, no, no. A very large amount of them would behave like that. It's so sad. <laughs> they're so educated, so civilized, so accomplished, so talented, walking around drunk like an animal. Why? Because of nafs. They worship their nafs. They work all week and all week. They talk about what they're going to do on the weekend. Hmm? And Friday is even more amazing. Look at how much they worship their nafs Because they worked on Friday So he woke up at 6 a.m. He took that one hour subway ride Worked all day Maybe overtime that night at Wall Street To finish his work for the week He's not tired He's such a true unto to his nafs That still he will show up And from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Do all types of sins Allah Akbar From 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. They will be awake 18 to 20 hours Allah Akbar hmm? Worshiping their nafs I'll tell you another interesting thing That this is something our Shaykh pointed out to us when he came to New York I as a New Yorker never noticed this It is 100% true When Shaykh said it, I was 100% true Our Shaykh, he said, we took him once in Manhattan He said that these people will never be able to sin all night They may say it's the city that never sleeps, as New York says They may call themselves the city that never sleeps they may say, we're going to party all night long, but you will see that Allah Ta'ala will make each and every one of them go to sleep before the time of Fajr. That last <laughs> half hour, one hour before Fajr, Allah Ta'ala does not wish to see their face. <laughs> Allah was saying this in the daytime. It's not like we ever took him to Manhattan at that time of night, right? He just said this randomly, passing through me, it a weekday, random daytime. And after that, I observed this exactly true. They may say, we party all night, but they party till 1, 2, 3 a.m. There's no way they last till Fajr. No way. Allah Ta'ala puts them to sleep at that time of the Hajj. Aji. Allahu Akbar So they made the nafs imam of their life. But even more tragic is some people in our own ummah, some believing mu'mineen have also taken this path, that they make the nafs the imam of their life. Yes. In South Africa, is one of the most striking examples of this. Apparently, they say in Durban, and just now I came from Cape Town, they said to me it's even the same thing in Cape Town, that at these raves and clubs and dances and parties, the majority are Muslim. There's no way that's true in Manhattan. There's no way you can go to a club and majority are Muslim. No way. And of those majority Muslims in those clubs, a fair number are Hufals. <laughs> Yeah, This is unique to your country In America, I can't say every hafiz is a wali But there's no way any American hafiz is going to some dance club No way You have a unique capability to produce Ghair Saleh Ufaz Ghair Muttaki Ufaz Ghair Zakir hufaz. You have a unique ability to do that Unparalleled in the world I've been to 30 countries in the world May Allah ta'ala give us hidayah <laughs> I want to inspire the parents That it's not enough Just to make your child Hafiz You have to make your child Salih, muttaqi, Mu'min hmm? Hafiz is a bonus Taqwa is the asal huh? Saleh is the asal so It's a shame huh? That some of our own ummah Has also chosen to make The nafs the imam of our life hmm? Deen of Islam came to teach us Make the qalb the imam of your life That's called deen Aql is not the imam of her life The nafs is not the imam of her life The kalb is the imam of her life Which heart? The heart that has the feeling of imam The heart which has the feeling of love for Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. The heart which has the feeling of love for Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Make your kalb like that and then make the kalb the imam of your whole life Muslim, It will be easy, life is so easy when a person follows it deep i give you another example Nabi Karim salli, he said "The deen of Islam is fitra. What does that mean? That the deen was perfectly designed for humanity And humanity has been perfectly designed for deen So that means if deen wants us to make the qalm The heart, the imam of our life Allah has actually designed us in such a way That that's naturally what will happen Now I'll give you the examples Whenever the akal wants to think some thoughts it can't decide on its own what to think. The akl is always tabi to the column. The akl will look inside the kalm and see what feelings are there in this heart. And on that basis, the akl will have thoughts. For example, the strongest feeling in the heart is love. The most strongest feeling is love. That's why Allah says in the Quran, <laughs> that those who have imam, they're extremely intense, in the most intense emotion called love for Allah taala. So the akhub will look in the heart. If the akhub sees in the heart that this heart has love for their mahram, hmm? the akhub will first look at the heart. If it says love for their mahram, so then this person's mind will always be thinking these things, if the akal sees that this person has love for some particular ghermehram, so the akal will always be thinking about her or him. If the akal sees this kalb has love for the whole species of ghermehram, some people are like that, they have such a disease disease, so akal will be thinking all types of thoughts about anyone, anyone, any stranger who passes by, Akal will have the ability to think corrupt and impure thoughts about that person, because it sees the kalb has this feeling of love for all of them. Akal will look at the kalb, that's why they say, people come and they say that I can't get her out of my mind. huh? They write, I can't get him out of my mind. You will never be able to get him and her out of your mind until you get them out of your heart. You let them in your heart, that was the mistake. That's why they're dominating your mind. Nabi Karim and Allah told us in Qur'an to lower our gaze. Why? Don't let them in your heart. Once they get in your heart, you will not be able to get them out of your mind. Maybe when aql looks in the heart, it sees another love. This person has what love? Hubba dunya. Love for the dunya, love for money. So Aql will say, fine. Aql will always be thinking about shop, and business, and money, and investment, and land, and deals, all the time. Aql won't stop. Aql will look. If in salah, still you have that love for dunya, in salah, the aql will keep thinking thoughts of dunya aqal is going to look at the qalb Allah Ta'ala has made it fitrah Qalb is the imam Qalb hmm? is the imam Actually let's say somebody in their heart Has another type of love They have love for themselves Love for themselves Ujj So aqal will always be thinking What's my next move? How can I compete with that person? How can I be better than this person? aqal will always be thinking thoughts like that Always So aqal actually will look at the qalb. Same story for the nafs the nafs cannot have desires on its own. Nafs is going to look in the qalb. Same thing, if nafs finds love for and mahram in the qalb, nafs will have desires of lust. Nafs will have overcoming lustful desires. If nafs sees in the qalb, this person has love for all her mahram, then the nafs will make this person do unspeakable, unfathomable sin. Nafs will do desires based on that. And this is no longer a problem. Just if the teens and the people in their 20s, we have observed this problem in the thirties, forties, fifties. People even have come to me in their sixties with white beards and confessing of their lust. Allah, Akbar Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Hmm? If that's what's in the qalb. That's what's going to be in the nafs. If the nafs sees love for dunya and the qalb, nafs will always desire more and more. More promotion. Better car, better house, more money, more money. look at the qawb. So then so simple, deen of Islam. Make the qawb the imam of your life and fill that qawb with love for Allah ta'ala, love for Nabiya Kareem sallallahu If the akil sees that in the qawb, then this person will always be thinking about Allah ta'ala. Always be thinking about the sunnah, Nabiya sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. Sunlum. Always be recalling the seerah. Always having pure thoughts. The nafs will look in the Qur'an and say, that's the feeling they have. Nafs will have good desires. Desire to pray the tahajjad. Desire to be Saleh, Desire to be hafiz. Desire to be Alum. Nafs will have good desires. Desire to give charity. Nafs will have good desires. That's called nafs mutmainna. So if we have the right feelings in the heart, akal and nafs will automatically fall into place. So that means in our deen, the asl, all of it boils down to the qalb. You will see when Allah sent down Quran, what does Allah say in Quran? He sent it on the qalb, on the qalb of Nabiya Kareem, on the heart of the Prophet. You will see when Nabiya Kareem talked to Sahaba. If you look at Hadith, the Prophet doesn't engage in ugly conversation. It's not very fancy, rational lectures. It's not rational arguments why tawhid is better than shirk. No, no. Heartfelt words The Prophet وسلم spoke from the heart To the hearts of Sahaba Just like that Sahaba spoke from their heart To the hearts of the Tadeen Those ulama and who continue this tradition They're called awliyaullah The awliya are the ones who have the feelings in their heart And they speak those feelings into the hearts of other people So that's a living tradition That's a living tradition And a Quran Allah Ta'ala says about Qur'an also إِنَّ فِي ذَلَكَ الْذِكْرَةِ لِمَنْ كَانَ لَهُ قَلْبُ That indeed certainly in this book Is the dhikra, is an advice, admonishment, counsel, teaching But only for that person لِلَامْ comes for خَاص, اِخْتِصَاص لِمَنْ كَانَ لَهُ قَلْبُ Only for that person who has a kalb Who gives their kalb to Qur'an Began, who the they have to give their heart to this Quran. Allahu hmm? Akbar. So wahi he came on the Qalb, Nabuat was Nabij taught his teachings on to the kalb and the Qur'an al will also benefit the person who has a kalb. Now in Quran, Allah Ta'ala has mentioned three different types of hearts. So we want to look at those verses and then we can decide which type of heart we have. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala has mentioned Three different types of hearts. The first type of heart, our Ulama and Mashait, they call it Qalbun Mayit, means the dead heart. Heart that is dead. Strictly speaking, this refers to that Qalb that no longer has a single drop of iman in it. Because iman is the life of the kalb, life of the spiritual heart is iman. If they don't have iman, the spiritual heart is dead. If the physical heart dies, you can go into your grave. If the spiritual heart dies, you go into jannah. It's a big difference. Hmm? Dead heart, maybe atheism, maybe polytheism, maybe monafic. Could be many ways. All right. Allah Taala uses three metaphors to describe this dead heart. First way Allah Taala explains this in Quran is the blind heart, blind. The says in Qur'an لهم بِهَا If only they had hearts This is a good example the So function of the akal is transferred to qalr Actually they should have understood everything Through their heart But they didn't So the says If only they had hearts through which they understood if they had hear ears to which they properly listened But they didn't So they didn't So what happens Allah <laughs> ta'mal it's not their eyes that have become blind. ta'mal sudur. It's the hearts in their breasts that have become blind. So first Virat describes the Sikhran as a blind heart. What does mean they can't tell anymore what is haq, what is battle. wa they can't see that anymore. They do things that are wrong and they can't perceive that wrong anymore. Their heart has become blind. That's one example. Second example that they uses in Quran it's called sealed heart. The sealed heart. Allah says in Quran <coughs> about that person. Who is that person? That person who follows their nafs? Hmm? <laughs> Are you not amazed at that person who has taken the basic whisperings of their nafs as a god? Then Allah Ta'ala says, Wa <laughs> إِلْمُ this is two transitions. First transition is that Allah Ta'ala then, because they chose to follow their nafs, Allah Ta'ala lets them go even further astray, and Allah Ta'ala is fully knowing what they do. That's the first transition. Second transition, Allah ilm. Allah Ta'ala lets them go astray. Why? Because this person chose to follow their nafs, even though they were Allah ilm, even though they had ilm. So for ulama or Asad to teach us this verse, that if you have ilm, and after having ilm, you still follow your nafs, then Allah Ta'ala is going to let you go astray, and then what will happen? ala عَلَى wa وَقَلْبِهِ And Allah Ta'ala sets a seal on their ability to hear, perceive the truth of Qur'an and Sunnah, and Allah Ta'ala puts a seal on their heart, unable to feel Qur'an and Cannot understand Qur'an and Sunnah And cannot feel Qur'an and Sunnah Allah Means the alim who follows his nafs He will lose everything He'll lose everything And in some sense All of us have some ilm of deem We all know better You don't have to be an alim to know You were supposed to lower your gaze You had the ilm You had to lower your gaze You don't have to be an alim to know You were supposed to control your anger And not mistreat your wife And give divorce and anger You were supposed to have known that You had enough knowledge for that So if you give in to your nafs, even though you knew better, we're also in danger. So it's not just for kuffar but We're also in danger, Allah can set a seal on their heart. Another ayah, Allah says, it's clear, it's not just for kuffar. كَذَلَكَ يَتْبَعُ اللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ كَلْبِ يَتْبَعُ Same thing, stamps it shut. عَلَى كُلِّ كَلْبٍ مُتَقَبِّرٍ جَبَّالٍ on the heart of every single person who has taqabbar, who is arrogant, and the heart of everyone who is jabbar, who forcefully wrongs any other person, but us sets a seal on their heart. Whether they're mu'min or kafir there's no mention of that. Every, ala kulli qalbi mutakabbirin jabbar. That's when Abiyah Kareem sallallahu Alaihi said, that no one will be able to enter jannah if they have even one atom of kibber in their heart. Hmm? And who is going to examine that? Allah Ta'ala Not the microscope of this world Allah Ta'ala's microscope Hmm? Who can say I can stand in front of Allah Ta'ala's microscope And take judgment And I won't have even one atom's weight of kibber Allah (laughs) Akbar So this is the second example This is called the sealed heart First was blind heart Second sealed heart Third hard heart Thumma qasat it means and then your heartza and then your heart spiritual heart became so hard after what you used to do. So he tell hijarah, they became hard like rocks and boulders. Oh Ashandu Kaswa your hearts have become even harder than boulders. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala says because even from the boulders water can gush forth. Spring water comes sometimes from the rock. But this person cannot cry over their sins anymore Remorseless sinner Guiltless sinner Their heart has become so hard Hmm? So what does it mean? Blind heart Sealed heart Hardened heart These are the ways that describes the dead heart Now our Mashaik have mentioned What are the alamat The signs That a person has this dead heart Now we see Do we follow these signs or not? First sign is that this person no longer is interested in Akhira, no longer longs for Allah Ta'ala, doesn't have, is not having, yearning for Allah Ta'ala, not missing Allah Ta'ala, says, I don't feel any love for Allah Ta'ala, says, that I feel distant from Allah Ta'ala, says, I no longer think about Akhira. These are the type of things they will say, because their heart is dead. Second, when the Qawm dies, then, guess who becomes the Imam of the life then? Nafs is the naive imam Hmm? (laughs) Nafs is ready to become imam If the current vacates the seat So this sign this person follows their desires So whenever they sin This is the reason they put forth But I was overwhelmed by my nafs But I was overcome by my nafs The lust came over me I couldn't control it The anger came over me I couldn't control it Oh I felt uncontrollable envy for that person Oh I this that Hmm? Oh that's a sign that's a sign of the dead heart. <laughs> How could the nafs take you over? Hmm? That's a sign that the desires. Third sign is that they're only happy when their nafs is happy. If their desires, or desires of nafs are fulfilled, they're happy. And when the desires of the nafs aren't fulfilled, they're sad. Like we would see in New York on Monday, if they couldn't do all the sins they wanted to do on the weekend, they would be sad. And they would spend the whole week sad and again planning, again trying to do their sins Friday, Saturday. Because their desires were not fulfilled. They went out and they came home without fulfilling their desires. That's a sign of dead heart. That's a sign that the person has the dead heart. Fourth sign is that they won't feel any hesitation in sinning. They won't feel any hesitation in sinning. What does it mean? So they're alone on the plane, and there's a beautiful stewardess who walks by. There's no friend, other Muslim, family, imam, sheikh near them. So they stare at her face without any hesitation whatsoever. All the rest of the plane can see them. They're not bothered with that. Anybody else can see them. No hesitation at all. Means the only hesitation they felt of sinning Was actually not fear of Allah Ta'ala It was fear of exposure Fear of being caught Fear of being seen Fear of embarrassment There was no actually fear of Allah Ta'ala The second they're alone Where there's no one who knows them around So there's no fear of exposure No fear of embarrassment They sin without any hesitation at all It's a sign of dead heart It's a sign of dead heart Atab bin Abi Rabah bin Ta'ala was one of the great He used to say that, O oh friend, when you want to intend, when you intend to commit a sin, you close all the doors, you lock the locks, you draw the curtains, so that no one from creation can see you and find out. Or from all of those who are looking at you, is it only Allah Ta'ala that you hold in no regard, that there's no problem that Allah Ta'ala finds out? Hmm? you try tried to do a sin in such a way that no one finds out. Hide your tracks, delete your histories, erase your messages, so no one finds out. Out of all of those who find out, it's only Allah that you're least bothered about. That being who's al-Khabir, who's all aware, who's al Basir, who's all seeing, who's al Alim, who's all knowing. Is it only him that you're least worried about? Dead heart. That's the sign that a person has dead heart. That when they're in private, they sin without hesitation. Hmm? And now we've reached the stage that when? When do we do the sin? We do the sin late hours of the night. We do the sin in the middle of the night. What is that time? That was the time of the night when Nabi Akrim used to rise and cry for his ummah and dua. And we are the Ummah in the exact same time of the night, in the depth and darkness of the night, at the time when our Nabiya claims on you to cry for us, we do sinning at that time of night. You imagine? What's the matter with us? Hmm? What's the matter with us? Dead heart. Dead heart. Kalbul Mayat. Hard heart. Blind heart. Hmm? Sealed heart. No hesitation in sinning. Fifth sign, that the person finds amal and ibadat a burden for them. It's difficult, they can't do it. They can't sit for too long, they can't pray salah for too long. Even sometimes they make intention, they can't follow through on it. They actually make intention, okay, i going to pray four cuts in They pray two and they want to stop, they can't finish the other two... It's Friday, they make intense, I'm going to read Surah Kahaf. They start reading, they read one page, use a second page. They can't last, now they don't know what to do. So they flip ahead to see when is it ending. They stick their finger there. Yeah, they stick their finger, they keep reading. And now they're just reading just to reach the finger. When they turn, they see the finger, they get happy. They can't do it. <laughs> they can't last in Ibadah. They can't do Ibadah and they can't last in Ibadah. Hmm? Allahu Akbar, dead heart. Sign that the person has a dead heart. Otherwise, the living heart that gets alive in Ibadah. Living heart makes niyat of two, wants to pray four. Living heart makes niyat of surah kahaf, wants to keep going. Living heart. No, they have dead heart. Dead heart. Last sign, sixth sign that person has a dead heart. They don't like nasiha. They don't want anybody to tell them anything about deen. They get upset. Hmm? Where say Sayyidina Rasulullah he said, nasiha. Means all of deen is nasiha, and all of nasiha is deen. But they don't like it. He so said, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me about these things. This is personal. It's between me and Allah Ta'ala. Allah Akbar. Don't, I don't want to hear it. You're always talking about that. Sons talk to their parents like that. Huh? Son tells his parents, don't talk to me about this. Mother doesn't know what to do. She tells the other son, he's your brother, you go talk to him. He goes to the brother, tries to advise him, what you're doing, you're hurting Allah Ta'ala. you're hurting your parents, you're betraying Allah Ta'ala. He says, don't talk to me. Why do you bring this up with me? Then he gets angry. Then he SMSs the friend he met at party, pick me up now, come get me. I need to get out of here, I need to get out of home. She messes the boy. She messes the boy get me up from home Get me out of here I can't take my parents anymore She met the boy once in her life Boy comes, picks her up She enters the car with that boy stranger Who she met once in her life She leaves the parents Who used to take care of her her whole life hmm? That heart <laughs> That heart <laughs> Doesn't like to be told anything Doesn't want to be told anything hmm? These are the six signs of the dead heart. Allahu al-Mulkabira. How many of those signs are there in us? How many of those signs are there in our Ummah? Dead heart is supposed to be the heart of the non-believer, supposed to be the heart of someone who doesn't have Imam. We have Imam, and we have these symptoms. Can you imagine a greater tragedy? Hmm? Second type of heart, Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran, is called kalbun mariz. This is not dead heart This is the sick heart This is the diseased heart This is the diseased heart Alright How does this heart get sick? What are we talking about? Spiritual heart What's the disease of the heart? It's called sin As a person sins Their spiritual heart gets sick So Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an That whenever a person sins It's actually their kalb that sins فَإِنَّهُ آثِمٌ قَلْبُهُ that actually it's his kalm that's a sinner. It's the heart that gets the effect of sin. Nabi Akreem said in the that any time a person sins, a stain comes on their kalb. So this is the diseased heart. He's the sinning believer. This is the, that heart was the unbeliever. Diseased heart is the sinning believer. Alright. What does Allah say in Qur'an? fi This is a jeep ayah Actually Allah, it's a longer passage But we don't have time so much to explain that to you Allah Ta'ala says that there are people Who have a mothers in their heart And because they have a sickness in their heart That's why they're going to feel lust That's why they may feel attraction That's why they will feel this infatuation So we learn that a person has a sickness in their heart Now, what are we supposed to do? Well, let's look, what do we do when we're physically sick? When a person is physically sick, they go for the cure, immediately. They don't delay, they have no hesitation, they go to a doctor. Okay, if the first doctor can't cure them, they go to a second one. If the first medicine doesn't cure them, they go to a second one. If regular medicine doesn't cure them, they may go for homeopathic, they may go for herbal, they may go for acupuncture. If they are physically sick, they will go for a cure. We even have known people who were sick with cancer and they were too, the stage of cancer was beyond surgery, chemotherapy didn't work, they signed up for experimental drug. What does it mean? They signed a legal waiver of all their rights. Drug company says, look, we're experimenting, we have no idea. It may help you, it may kill you. You sign here and waive all your rights. I said, I'm willing to sign, you cure me. (laughs) Look how intense how much of a talib they are for the physical cure. So we should have been the same way for spiritual cure. But people aren't. People can't control their gaze. They never tried to go to Shaykh and ask, teach me how to lower my gaze. Couldn't be bothered. They misbehave, angry to their wife, they don't go to Shaykh and ask me how to control my anger. Couldn't be bothered. They can't feel zikr of Allah in salah. They're spiritually sick. That's a diseased heart. How diseased is your heart that you can't feel Allah in salah? That azan couldn't melt you. Muzul couldn't melt you. Entering the masjid couldn't melt you. You said Allahu Akbar, that didn't melt you. You recited Surah Fatah, didn't melt you. You went into rakud, didn't melt you. You went all the way down into sajda, and it still didn't melt your heart. Can you imagine how diseased your heart is? But not interested. Not trying to get cure for spiritual sickness. Just living, coasting, cruising by, in whatever being you have. Hmm? Now imagine somebody who is physically sick, but not one sickness They have multiple sicknesses I'll give you just an example Imagine I told you there's somebody I want you to come with me We have to make du'a for them They're really sick so You say, what happened to them? I tell you, they have lung cancer And they have prostate cancer And they have blood cancer They have you know, leukemia And they have hepatitis And they have typhoid And they have multiple sclerosis And they had a stroke And they're paralyzed You would say, Ya Allah Huh? Ya Allah! You would feel so much already, just the example you're feeling it, right? You would feel so much compassion. Hmm? You would say, I can't believe it. How is it possible? They could be that sick. Me and you are just like that spiritually. The cancer of lust, cancer of anger, hepatitis of greed, paralysis of arrogance. We have all these multiple spiritual sicknesses. Hmm? We are more of him. We are more worthy of mercy Than that physical patient I mentioned to you But we don't think like that Imam al-Ghazalatah 900 years ago In his ihya he wrote That today people have amraz al They have these spiritual sicknesses But they don't acknowledge it He said it's like the leper that you show him a mirror And even then he denies he has leprosy hmm? So we are in denial We don't go for the cure Okay what happens? Some of you may be thinking you're coasting. Now let me show you what happens. What did Allah Ta'ala say in Quran? And listen to translation commentary of this. In their hearts they have the disease that they can't control the gaze. They don't bother to learn from Mashaykh how to lower their gaze. Allah Ta'ala makes it even more difficult for them to lower the gaze. Then they may end up in doing something, then they may even end up all the way in zina. They have a bit of a temper, they have anger, they're not following teaching of Qur'an, or al They can't swallow their anger, but they don't make zikr, they don't go for cure, they don't go for shaykh. So what happens? Allah Ta'ala increases them in their anger, such that they get overwhelmingly angry, they say words to their brother, they can never take back, they say words to their wife, they can never take back. They don't bother to fix themselves. فَزَّادُهُمُ اللَّهُمْ مَرَضًا the cancer will spread. The cancer will get aggravated. The cancer will get more serious. So if we have this sick heart, this diseased heart, we have to go to Mashaikh. We have to do Tazkiyah. We have to ask them to cure us. We have to ask them to fix us. There should be no hesitation in doing so. There should be no delay in doing so. Just like we would have no hesitation or delay in getting ourselves physically cured, there should be even more that should be true. That There should be no hesitation, delay in getting ourselves spiritual. The cured How will we continue with these spiritual diseases But if the sign that a person Has this Mariz, First sign Is that this person shows A lot of variation in their behavior A lot of flux And fluctuation Sometimes mashallah When they're in itikaf or they're in masjid Or they're in the path of dawah Or they're in madrasa, They behave like the wali of Allah Ta'ala and not acting really, they feel good feelings, and they cry to Allah ta'ala, and they make long sajda. But sometimes, when the sickness comes up, they behave like awliya oh, al-shaita. They commit unspeakable, unfathomable sins. They betray spouse. They betray Allah ta'ala. They do things that they would shame their sons and daughters if they knew that. They're qalbun Mixed. Mixed. Partly, okay? and partly severely diseased. Hmm? Whenever the sickness overwhelms them, hmm? then you can imagine like the disease comes forth every now and then. The disease flares up inside them every now and then, and when the disease flares up, then they become like the friend of shaitan. So, we have to clean, clean this heart. Today people, mashallah, keep their bathrooms so clean. Hmm? Mashallah, South African Gujarati women, SubhanAllah. Hmm? They keep their bathrooms so clean. And you should, no doubt. But the bathroom is a place of najasat. <laughs> so didn't you reflect that I'm keeping a place of najasat so clean? And that which was the place of iman and muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, my kalb, shouldn't I keep that clean? <laughs> shouldn't I keep that clean? The man when he's walking out if he sees a stain on his shoe he will stop and bend down and clean his shoe and shoe is going to walk over and adjust it potentially you don't want a single stain on your shoe single stain in your clothing why is it that you're allowing to have so many stains on your heart hmm? we walk around make sure we don't walk around with stained clothing but we walk around with a stained heart hmm? what's the matter with us <laughs> what's the matter with us when are we going to do this tazkiyah? When are we going to cure our heart? And like I told you already, if you get a physical illness, the worst that can happen is that you die. If you get a spiritual illness, the worst that can happen, you go into Jahannam. Death is unavoidable. Jahannam is avoidable. Huh? Death is inescapable. Jahannam is escapable. Hmm? So even if Bill Fires, you're not able to get cured, you can't find any treatment, you're just gonna die sooner. That's it. But if you don't get the treatment for your spiritual sicknesses, you will end up in the fire of Jahannam. There are two ways to do Tazkiyah. Either we do Tazkiyah through deen in this world, or for believers, the fire of Jahannam, the Tazkiyah of our hearts. Tazkiyah of the Af'idah, that's the core of the heart. Fu'ad is the heart of heart. It will be like heat-seeking missile. The flames of Jahannam will launch into Tazkiyah of the camp. Like the goldsmith, when he wants to purify the gold, what does he do? He melts it. When he melts the gold in the fire, the 24 karat gold comes on one side, and the impurities come on the other side. Just like that, the fire of Jahannam will melt the gloom of the believers, so that what is good in them comes on one side, and the sins get melted away and stay in Jahannam, and eventually then they will be taken out and sent to Jannah. Do you want to go that process of Tazkiyah? Hmm? Mean you can't even handle one drop of fire. If we touch the hot kettle, we go out. Hmm? What makes us think we can handle the fire of Jahannam? So that's not the path to take. We don't want to go that route of tazkiyah. Better that we do tazkiyah through deen, Quran, sunnah, teachings of our Messiah, path of zikr and for Allah in this world, in this life. So that brings us to the third kalb. So that's very brief. That's a beautiful kalb. This is a great gift from Allah Ta'ala. That there's a hope for us. That yes, there's another possibility. There's another way of life. To actually have kalbun Saleem. Hmm? Man atallaha bi kalbin saleeem. Allah Ta'ala also calls it kalbun muneeb. That kalb that is yearning for Allah Ta'ala. Abdul muneeb. That person who is yearning, longing for Allah Ta'ala. That heart which has longing for Allah Ta'ala. That is the sign of this heart. Sign of Qalbun Salim, always longing for Allah Ta'ala. How much Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, تتي Allah, وَكَانَ يَرْجُ Allah. اللَّهِ They're yearning to meet Allah Ta'ala. وَالْيَوْمَ akhir And they're yearning for the Day of Judgment. If it was up to them, the Day of Judgment would happen now. Lord, that's Qalbun Salim. Yes, this is how much they yearn for Allah Ta'ala. They want Day of Judgment to happen now. Because the Arabs say al-mautu jasadun yusulun habib ilan habib. That for them death is just a bridge. It brings the lover to their beloved. And then Allah Taala wants them also now. Yes. Ya ayatuh nasul mutmainna inji'i come now inji'i ila jabbi ki rabiya Allah Taala wants them now. They want Allah Taala now. Kalbanshi. Hmm? Another sign. A person has Kalman saying, one hadith of Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it beautifully. Man ahamba lillah wa amgaza lillah wa ata'a lillahi wa mana'a lillahi fa kadistaqman al-imam That that person who loves, all their loves are only for the sake of Allah Ta'ala now. All their dislikes are for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Anything they do and grant and give for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, anything they stay away from, forbid, refrain from, is all for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Everything they do is lillah That's sign of Qalb and Now they can't like anyone for their own nafs. They can only like them for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. They can't dislike anyone out of personal enmity, or envy, or jealousy. They can only dislike someone for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Everything they do is entirely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it means that we should want to get this kalbun salim. So last thing to tell you tonight then is few small steps how to get this kalbun salim. That whole process is called tazkiyah. Whole process is called tazkiyah. Either person already has kalbun salim, that's called taqwa. Or we need to purify our heart and make it salim again That's called tazkiyah That's called tazkiyah First way to get tazkiyah is by making the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The more and more we remember Allah ta'ala The more this heart gets purified Nabi Akreem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam authentic hadith لكل شيء ذكر الله That for everything there is a purifying polish. And the purifying polish of the قلوب of the spiritual hearts is the zikr of Allah. Ta'ala. So, how much zikr you should make? Allah tells us in the Quran, You have to make a lot of zikr. Okay, practically how much zikr you should make? How dirty is your heart? It's your answer. You answer that question for yourself. However dirty your heart is, that's how much zikr you should make. This reminds me of saraiki hmm? poetry. Oh. I explained to you the other night. Mali rona donna. So he said that the job of the gardener is to cry. What he meant was that he's the gardener of his heart. He was the caretaker of his heart. He's the nourisher of his heart. So he said, what can I do to clean my heart? I can just have tears. So he says, I pour buckets of water on my heart. But then he cries out to Allah Ta'ala, Ajib! he cries out to Allah Ta'ala, Sabun Torah, Mayan Sabun Torah, Mayan It means, "Yalla, I have very little soap. But the mail, the dirt and filth in my heart is ganeri is extremely deep. <laughs> I'm pouring water, but it's not enough. So I need soap. I have very little soap. And it's soiled, my heart is so dirty. So when he makes du'a the poet, he makes du'a, that Ya Allah, you put the soap and I'll keep pouring the water. <inaudible> hmm? <inaudible> <inaudible> Ajee. Hmm? Ajee. So this pouring the water is our zikr of Allah Ta'ala Soap al أَذْكُرُكُمْ That's said in Quran that you make zikr of me, pouring water أَذْكُرُكُمْ I, Allah will make zikr of you, I will put the soap Then if you have more water and more soap, you will get cleaned Hmm? You keep scrubbing, keep scrubbing, no problem Keep sitting in zikr, keep pouring the water Allah Ta'ala will keep putting the soap Then you will keep getting cleaned hmm? Now you understand It's all Quran Everything I'm telling you is from Quran Allah hukman. So the more zikr you make The more you will get tasqiyah. Now you can try to do zikr on your own It's not happening Those of you who have been trying on your own You know it's true It's not happening Better that we learn zikr from zakirin the same way that we learn Tafsir from Mufassirin, Hadith from Muhaddisin, Fiqh from Fuqaha, Kirat from Quran. We learn Zikr from Zakirin. Again, I'll show in, in Quran. What told in Quran what? Ya ayyuha alladina amanu, adhkurullah zikr kathira. And all alladina amanu, make Zikr kathira. And also another place in Quran, وَلَاقِeringَ Allah kathira. And there are people who are all doing Zikr kathira. Very simple. Those of us who need to learn how to make a lot of zikr, we should learn that from those that Allah Ta'ala is establishing in Quran that they make a lot of zikr. Very simple. That's called shaykh. Shaykh is that person who is zakir to help you to make zikr. Shaykh is that person who muzakki helps you to do tazkiyah. That's what shaykh is. Shaykh is nothing else. That's all shaykh is. So if you can take a teacher for tajweed, you can take one for ilm, you can take one for hadith, you can take one for fit. you have a mufti you go to for style. why are you so hesitant in taking a shaykh? Shaykh is the teacher of tazkiyah. Tazkiyah means torba, taqwa, sunnah, and zikr. That's it. Somebody may you, why do you have a shaykh? Say, so, well, look, I needed help in my taqwa, I needed help in my sunnah, I needed help in my zikr, so I took shaykh. That's it. That's all we do. We we'll give you ban on these four things. Taqwa, Tawbah, Sunnah, and Zikr. Your job is to listen to Biyan and follow it. We teach you Zikr, your job is to do Zikr. There's nothing else going on. That's it. We have no ethnic tie with you. We have no family tie with you. We have no martyr demand from you. Just this. That's it. Not only that, we travel thousands of miles to teach this to you. Alhamdulillah. It's Allah's Karam and Fazal on us. We are Khadam. <laughs> yes. We'll cut off our arm if you say that you'll do zikr and leave all sin. That's how happy we would be. Very few people want to learn. Very few people. The best of you want me to tell you some dua that you can get this and that in your life. Some dua to help you in your business. That's the best of you. Hmm? Very few actually come and ask this question. I'm not here for dunya. I'm not here for anything. I want you to tell me how to find that Allah Ta'ala I've lost. Hmm? You travel the world looking for that one person Hmm? When are they going to come and ask me this question? Hmm? When I'm looking for Allah I want my Allah I'm sick of my sins I want to feel not in my salah I want to lower my gaze I'm too much of a hypocrite I can't take it anymore That's how you're supposed to be Hmm? So zikr and shaykh These are the two core ingredients of tazkiyah Everything else will fall into one of these two categories Everything If you do Tazkiyah You will get Kalbun Salim And if you're not making Zikr And you don't have Shaykh It's not impossible But I'm telling you It's one in a million shot you have At getting this Kalbun Salim I'm telling you in all honesty I would love to tell you, I would have done it myself <laughs> I would be the first to have done it Without having to do any Zikr Without having to sit with Shaykh I would have myself taken that path if it was there Believe me It's not there Illa mashallah one in a million One in a million Like 99% of you can't get up for fajr without the alarm clock Right? It's (laughs) real Alarm clock is not followed Alarm clock is just a tool But 99% you can't get up without setting the alarm Just like that is zikr and shaykh Allah Allah told us and granted do zikr Udhikrullah zikr and kaseerah and allah ta'ala told us in quran to have a shaykh you may be stunned yes allah ta'ala, some ulama present allah ta'ala told us in quran to have a shaykh listen to quran ya wa kunu that's what it means to have a sheikh that's it be with those who more truly love allah ta'ala than we do if you are Shaykh Ashraf al then you need to find some Hajim Dadna Mawdul Makki. If you are Mawan ruan then you need to find Shams at the Praise. And if you, who, who you are, you just need to find somebody who loves Allah Torah more truly than you do. Kumu mas Who loves Nabiya Kareem sallallahu sallam. Who follows Sunnah. Who practices. That's it. And if you keep delaying, keep hesitating, keep cruising, keep coasting, you will keep living this life of kalbun mayyat. We're not even kalbun mayyat, we're kalbun mayyat. See this about it. <laughs> we can't even give ourselves that second grade. Hmm? The Symptoms that I discussed for kalbun mayyat, we had them in us. <laughs> so we have to make zikr and we have to be guided in course and Now just end by reciting two verses of Quran that give us some great hope. You know, this is possible. This is possible hmm? i just skip 10 pages for you Yeah, I went straight from page 10 to 21 What can I do? Hmm? Two verses on the kalb That will give us great hope That it may be possible for me also Ya Allah to get kalbun salim hmm? First verse Allah tells us in the Quran وَمَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِي kalbahu. That whosoever has iman and Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala would himself directly send hidaya hidayah on their kalf. Hmm? Now Allah Ta'ala Ta'ala said, Man yu'min billahi wa amal amalan salihah. Many places you see in Quran, Allah dina amal wa amal salihah Allah dinna amal wa amal as-salihah. Many things promised to them. He Allah Ta'ala didn't even put that condition for us. But we have to do any amah, Man yu'min. whomsoever has even a drop of iman in Allah. Yahdi kalbuhu. Allah will himself send hidan to the kalb. Alhamdulillah, at least we have that. We're all ahle iman. We're not the non-believers. We all believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we can have hope. We can have hope. Second, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Qur'an, Wa'lalu. أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَهُولُ بَيْنَ الْمَرْئِ وَقَلْبِهِ That you should know that Allah Ta'ala is His power, is lies between a person and their qalb. What does it mean that I have a qalb in Mayat? No problem Allah Ta'ala can fix that. He is mukallub qulub. He is the changer of hearts. He is the flipper of hearts. He is even closer to us than our own qalb. That's what it means. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala can intervene between us and this Talibul mayat that we have. Allah So So this gives us hope And it's on us. It's Allah Ta'ala. But like I said, when we pour the water, Allah Ta'ala puts the soap. Fadkuruni will happen Al kurkum will happen. Kunu masa will happen. Allah Ta'ala will send us mercy. So, But these two verses give us hope because they show Allah Ta'ala's intent, His irada is what we should have kalb and salim. His irada that he wants to give us that kalb and His irada that he wants to do tazkiah of us. That's also in Qur'an. It's indeed Allah Ta'ala who is going to do tazkiah. None of us could have done our on our own ever. Never. It's just the fuzzle and rahmah of Allah Ta'ala and he will do tazkiah what he wants. So what can we do in one night we can make dua and beg Allah Ta'ala to do that tazkiyah for us. What can we do on one night? We can make tawbah to Allah Ta'ala and beg him to forgive us for all those sins that we did. What can we do on one night? We can make a commitment to Allah Ta'ala that, Ya yeah from now on I want to be sincere and true to you. I want to seek my tazkiyah. I want to work on my zikr. I want to keep company of sadaqeen. That we can do in one night. InshaAllah, may Allah accept each and every one of fru- the I make God. We spend a few moments practicing that silent zikr. So close your eyes, bow your head, disconnect yourself from everything in the world. Go deep into your ruh, the heart of your ruh, your kalb. Make near that Ila Allah. I'm turning my entire kalb in zikr of You. I want to forget everything in the world and remember only You. And to help myself do so, I'm going to focus on Your blessed name, Ta'ala Kussmalibik. Your name that is full of barakah, and I make here that my qalb, my spiritual heart Is silently, humbly Making zikr of your name As if my qalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله لا حول سبحان الله منان وهاب اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد ولا ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر وترحمنا من الخاسرين رب اغفر انت خير Ya Allah, you we'll are Your most kind and generous, merciful Lord, We have for sana. Ya Allah, we want our own selves. We we'll allow our heart to become sick. We we'll allow our heart to become diseased. We we'll let the disease of lust in our heart. We we'll let Allah, love love, mehram in our heart. We we'll let envy and jealousy in our heart. We we'll let pride in our heart. We we'll let for dunya in our heart. Ya Allah, we'll be tonight we want to make Toba of all of these sins. Ya Allah, accept our Tawbah on this night. Help us, Kareem. Guide us, Yadam Bikreem. Save us, Yadam Let us take out all the unlawful feelings from our heart. Take out every unlawful love, every attraction, every infatuation, every romance for every gha'amahil from our heart. Yadam Bikrim, take out the love of dunya from our heart. Yadam Bikreem instead put in our heart love for you, pure love for you, burning love for you, love for Quran al-Kareem, love for Nabi al-Kareem. Allah <laughs> Love for His Sahaba, Love for His Sunnah. Love for all Siddiqin, Shohada, Salihin, Ulama, Uliya. Yallah put in our heart a true, pure love for all Mu'mineen. will unite us on this love. Raise us in the day of judgment in this love. Keep us in akhirah with those whom we love. Ya Rabbi Kareem. Yallah we have Ya Allah. Ya Rabbi Soften our heart to the deen. Purify our heart. Ya Rabbi Kareem. Incline our Heart towards your worship, incline our heart towards Ibadah. Let Him be kareem, put in our heart the remorse of sin, guilt of sin, sting of sin, sorrow over sin. Let Him be kareem, let us never ever sin in such a way again we are shameless, Ya Allah. We have come to you tonight to be shameful, Ya Allah. Grant us taqwa of the night, grant us taqwa when we are alone, grant us zikr in the night, grant us zikr when we are alone. Let Him be kareem, if ever we find ourselves alone, remind us. About you Let us remember That you are Al-Alim Al-Khadeer That you are Al-Jabbar Al-Aziz Ya Rabbi Kareem Let us never ever forget you Ya Allah Ya Rabbi Kareem Since your khususi Rahmat, darm, fazl On all of our hearts Here tonight All of the men and women Who may be listening Ya Allah Accept us for the zikr Ya Allah Accept us for tazki Ya Allah Connect us to the mashakh Ya Allah Connect us to zakirin Ya Rabbi Kareem Ya Rabbi Kareem Connect us to zikr kathir we too want to be amongst those Who never forget you Who always remember you Grant us zikr in our salah Grant us the feeling of sujood The feeling of fatiha, The feeling of tasbihat The feelings of Qur'an The feelings of salawat The feelings of istighfar The feelings of zikr kalbi Allah make us feeling mu'minin, Muttakeen mu'minin, Salihin mu'minin, Kaanitin mu'minin. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem we make for the ummah, Ya Allah Send your special Rahman Karim Fazl on this Ummah Especially the Muslimin Mut'assirin of the Ummah The weak and oppressed And needy of the Ummah Rabbi Karim You are the true Wadi and Wakil Be our protector When we have none Be our guide When we need one And show them A ray of hope When they only have sorrow And accept each And every one of us For khidmat of this Ummah And for khidmat of Deen Rabbi Karim Rabbi Karim Rabbi I ask that you Send your special Rahman Karim On this Masjid Ya Allah Make it a shining Light of Quran and sharia Yallah send your special mercy On the hearts of the, all the imams All the muntazimim All the muktali Yallah make this masjid a factory For salihin musallin Mukhmusin musallin Yallah any du'as that any one of us May have in our heart Or any of us wish to ask of anyone another And accept all the pious du'as from our heart Accept the silent pleas of the heart Accept the silent wishes of the heart Accept the silent Tobas of the heart and you remove our difficulties Make it easy for us, Ya Allah Anyone who has any worries Remove them, Ya Allah And those of us whose only difficulty and worry Is our own business in Deen And you make us strong in Deen steadfast fast in Deen Dynamic in Deen Ya Rabbi Kareem Rabbana taqambal minna <speaking> Inna ka anta assamiyun al Wa tumbu alayna Inna ka anta at al-raheem <Hebrew> وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين